Hello and welcome. It's Kelly Jane McCann, professional organizer and clutter coach. And you are listening to Decluttered by Design, a podcast where I provide practical guidance to help you declutter your life with ease. So this is season five, episode two, and I'm recording this on November 1st, which means we have two big, beautiful months left in this year. That's one-sixth of the year that's still in front of us. And that's no small thing. But, and this is one of my big buts, many people, many, many people will decide that it's too late to do anything meaningful with the time we have left. And they will let these precious weeks slip away until they are faced with the fact that 2023 is on their doorstep and they've let another year pass by without starting, finishing, or otherwise working on the projects that would bring them immense satisfaction. In other words, these people will welcome the new year in a state of stagnation, settling for the status quo once again, while their goals go stale on the someday shelf. Now, you all know the someday shelf, right? It's the place where dreams go to collect dust. They get placed there by well-meaning people, people who believe that tomorrow will somehow be the day they actually get started on bringing those goals to life. Now, people like this will very likely use one of two excuses. They might say that they are too busy to do anything now. You know, the holidays are coming up and there's just so much to do, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to bore you with that whole script because I think we all know it. It's pretty much manufactured malarkey. And here's why I say this. Every season, every season has its own brand of busyness, and the end-of-year-holiday excuses are just another version of the summer vacation, spring break, or back-to-school excuses. Now, if they're not using an excuse about being too busy, they're going to start rationalizing. They're going to say that because it is the holiday season and it only comes once a year, that they deserve this downtime. They deserve to indulge in all things merry and that they'll double down when the new year arrives. Spoiler, they won't. Now, you probably think I'm being a little harsh here, but I know what people are like. It's literally my business to study behavior and habits. That's what I do. And I know how wholly irrational people are, me included. The reason that I know this so well, like bone deep well, is because I have been there, done that, ad nauseum. I've had dreams sitting on that someday shelf for years, and I have been a master excuse maker. I have been an expert rationalizer. I can still manufacture a legitimate sounding reason for putting off things why starting tomorrow might be better at the drop of a hat. I'm that practiced at it. If time wasting were an Olympic sport, I'd have been a gold medal winner many times over. Luckily, I've come to see just how self-sabotaging that kind of behavior is. It's kind of like lighting $100 bills on fire when we have debts to pay. It's nonsensical. It's just plain dumb. But there's a big difference here. With money, we can always make more of it. But When we burn through our time, our most valuable resource, it's gone. We cannot make more. We cannot get back what we waste. It's gone, gone, gone. 
So let's talk about these two months that we have left. That time is going to march on with us in tow. We cannot stop it, but we can choose whether we use that time to our advantage or we can choose to waste it. Now, I'm going to make an assumption that if you're here listening to me, you'd prefer to use it to your advantage. And I want to help you do that. So I've got a question for you. What one thing would you like to accomplish by the time we turn the calendar and welcome 2023? Now, notice I said one thing. Here's why. When we scatter our attention, our impact is minimal, even if we're exerting a ton of effort. If it's not focused on a single target, we're not going to create any meaningful outcome. Here's why. When we scatter our attention, our impact is minimal, even if we're exerting a ton of effort. If that effort isn't focused on a single target, we're not going to create any meaningful outcome. And I like to use a sandwich analogy to explain this. A sandwich can satisfy a hungry person. One sandwich, one person, boom, they eat it, mmm, satisfied. But if you try to divide that sandwich to feed another person, you're probably not going to totally satisfy either. Now imagine trying to feed four, six, or eight from that one sandwich. A bite or two is all they'll each get, right? And they'll all still be hungry. Our efforts are like that sandwich. We'll never have the satisfaction that comes with reaching a goal if we stretch our efforts in an attempt to cover half a dozen different endeavors at once. But if we go all in and focus on one thing, we will be rewarded with that sense of satisfaction. Going all in is a way to magnify our efforts and create real change. To use another analogy... It's like the sun. You can't start a fire with solar power unless you focus those sunbeams. And if I'm going to get all analogy on you, it's like it's like the snowball method, right? You have that one snowball and it starts picking up snow and pretty much it gains momentum, it gains size, and boom, you can start building snowmen. Now, to be clear, going all in does not require that you give up the things that you enjoy. You can go all in and still enjoy holiday activities. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to enjoy those holiday activities more because you will be making progress on your goal. So going all in simply means that you take focused and consistent action on your most important project and you work on that until it's completed. You stop spreading yourself thin and instead layer your efforts on that single initiative. When we have just eight weeks left, if you went all in Imagine what would happen. Imagine that sense of satisfaction that would come to taking a project to completion by year's end. It would be something to celebrate for sure, right? Now, you might be thinking, this sounds like a great plan. I like the idea of going all in. I think I'll go all in after the holidays. Well, all I can say is, obviously, that's your choice. But I want you to hear me out, and I want you to hear why I think it's probably not the right choice. First of all, if you aren't making progress now, it's extremely unlikely that the new year will be the magical catalyst that will propel you down that road of consistent action. So there's that. But there's something else that I think is far more convincing. 
and it has to do with the power of endings. Let me explain what I mean. When we fly, um, when we get on a plane and we take a trip, what do we typically remember about that flight? The landings, right? The landings stick with us, particularly those bumpy landings where we wonder if we should rethink future air travel or the landings where we are late to the gate and we have to make a mad dash for our connection, cursing the airline the whole way. We remember the landing when we go out for a meal and then we have to wait for that check to arrive and we've got some place to go. Waiting for that check, that ending, can make us forget about the warm welcome we received when we walked in or any of the yummy food we just ate. When we leave a movie, what do we talk about? The ending, right? Didn't meet our expectations. Was it the right ending? Or did the director disappoint us? You see, a good ending can make a mediocre middle forgivable, while a crap ending can make us forget about anything good that came before. Endings are that important. Endings matter. They influence how we feel and how we remember the overall experience. And how we end our years is no different. It's going to impact how we feel about ourselves and our abilities. Depending on the ending, we're either going to roll into the new year feeling confident, capable, and ready to unleash the momentum we've built, or we're going to carry the shadow of these wasted weeks with us. Now, happily, our ending is ours to choose. And here's a kind of magical thing about that. We don't have to do anything super grand to end the year on a high note. We just need to commit to taking consistent action on a single goal or project that if we completed it would be deeply satisfying. And these projects, these goals come in all kinds of flavors, right? Like I said, they don't have to be super grand. They can be something entirely mundane, like organizing all your receipts in anticipation of filing your taxes. Or it could be something, something much more dramatic, like deciding that now is the time to start searching for your next job. So the end of the year is all about getting your LinkedIn profile updated and your resume polished. Or it could be about decluttering some aspect of your life or space. I mean, if you don't know what to focus on, I'm going to tell you decluttering is always a good option. The results are practically guaranteed to make you feel unstoppable. Now, you might have a big project in mind, and you know that it's going to take longer than these next seven or eight weeks. And that's okay. You can break that big goal into sub-goals so you can work through a portion of the project and have success to build on. What I'm saying is project size doesn't matter, so don't let that be a hurdle. Nothing is too big, nothing is too small. You can break down the big stuff, and sometimes the smallest projects, the ones that we've been putting off because we dread doing them for whatever reason, can make us feel the very best because they relieve us of so much mental and emotional clutter. Now, if you're thinking you'd love to end the year on a high note, but you could use a little support, a little how-to, I've got you covered. I've got a quick start guide to help you end the year on a high size note to take those projects to completion. And you can grab it for free. The link is in the show notes, or you can pop on over to Organizing Maven slash get it done. Or you can just pop on over to Organizing Maven and click on the blog, or you can reach out to me anywhere at Organizing Maven and I will get you that link. Now, if you'd really like to level up and end the year strong, I'm running multiple pop-up accountability sessions 
and you can join me and others as we work together to kick some end-of-year fanny and get our projects done. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, right? My mission is to help you dominate these last few precious weeks so that you can get something significant done, feel really good about yourself, welcome 2023 in that mindset of I can do stuff and still have time to enjoy the holidays. That is what I am going to do and I hope you will join me. Now, of course, I would love to hear what you think about this idea of going all in. Does it make sense? Um, Let me know. And I will be back next week with a new episode for you.